if an advert can cost almost like 200,000, 300,000 Ghana cities to shoot, and the company is also selling his or her product, her company to you, it also means that that person can package his or her staff to sell to the target market within that range. What's up, guys? My name is KIAG Kokobo, and welcome to episode 24 of Showbiz University, your weekly entertainment podcast show. So on today, my producer told me that since everyone on X is talking about this whole 100K for a three minutes documentary thing, why don't we invite someone with expert knowledge on filmmaking and camera works to have an in-depth conversation on this. So that's what we'll be discussing on Lecture Time for Showbiz University today. But as you already know, we have Just Corner for you, where Senasin will be bringing you three headlines. We have your Monday segment where I'll be asking you an interesting question and I'll read your comments from the previous question. Then we have my favorite segment, which is the Weekend Playlist, where I share with you 10 hot songs you can listen to from Friday to our Sunday to the next Friday we meet. You get it? So this is what we've put together and named it Showbiz University, and we're bringing it to you. You can stream it everywhere on all streaming platforms. My name has always been K.I.N.G. Kwekume. So welcome to my world. So on lecture time today, my guest lecturer is head of production for the biggest media producing company in Ghana at the sub production. You know them to be APL. APL handles everything media general production, on grounds, off screen, on screen, in between, everything. Like hell, they are helping me hone my talent in this old television presenting thing, APL. So when my producer hit me up and said, you are having KD as your guest lecturer or lecture time. I was a little bit scared because chairman be big dog. You get it? Like, we play with big dogs, yes, but this is big dog, big dog. Your favorite producer's favorite producer. Chairman KD, welcome to my world. Oh, thank you. The, the, the way uh, you are boosting me, and I'm quite scared. Is it the beard? Is it white or what? <laughs> I mean, I, I know you're old in the industry, but not that old. The beard is just for us. I know it's die. Oh, uh, this is intelligence and, and stress. It's not die? No. Oh, it's natural gray hair? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Grandpa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a class with my, my grandchildren. Yes, exactly. And how does it feel? Oh, no. It, it feels... Uh, cool mm -hmm. to share to share knowledge you know i, I love learning mm -hmm. and sharing knowledge mm -hmm. every time so right. uh, every day is to me a good opportunity to discuss what i've learned and also tap knowledge from what is also trending and what people are doing now and that's exactly what we're going to do today share knowledge tap into what people what's trending and everything in between i don't know if you heard the news last week where uh, news was flying around, a certain video, a three minutes video, uh, went viral. And according to sources, the video cost 100,000 Ghana cities to produce. 
So people on X, formerly Twitter, do not understand why such an, a simple video that someone can use maybe 10,000 Ghana cities to shoot should cost that much. So we want to get into details of video production, if possible, documentary production or whatever, and know how is it possible that such a video, three minutes long, can cost, say, 200,000 US dollars or 500,000 US dollars, and what goes into it into details. So let's start with production in general. What should we know about production that uh, the layman should understand and not get confused? Well, uh, the first thing is production is a highly capital intensive venture. It involves a lot of money. It involves a lot of money. And the process that one goes through before the person arrives at the final uh, output mm -hmm. is a lot. And you have lots of hands, lots of heads, mm. you know, doing different things to arrive at the same goal. True. So from concept creation, from, so, okay, let me put it like, in, okay, in a class. So let me break it down into the classroom session. Okay. So we have basically like four uh, processes. We have the planning stage, planning that's stage, yeah, uh -huh. the pre-production stage. Okay. We have the production stage. Okay. We have post-production stage. Okay. And at times we have the distribution stage. Okay, so mm. these four would have to be perfect to have good video output yes because you can concentrate on one part and leave the other at the end of the day it's like creating a human being you get uh, i don't want to sound a bit judgmental because i've not created somebody before mm. but we don't we don't want to have an impaired production okay in, so yes, beautiful in, face no brains yes you okay. know we want things in its totality perfect i know someone that fits that description Oh, oh well, <laughs> let me be mute here. <laughs> anyway, so you said pre-production, production, production post-production, post and distribution. distribution. So let's take it one after the other yeah. and educate us on what mm. goes into all this. Mm. To have uh, a good video out for the public to watch, pre-production, what goes into it? So the pre-production stage is where the concept comes into play, the mm -hmm. ideas. Mm -hmm. So you brainstorm on different ideas. What are you trying to achieve? Who are the target audience? What is the duration? Mm. What is the look and feel? Yeah. So you put everything on paper, the ideas, then you arrive, then you put the ideas into a script. Okay. Yeah. So the script gives you a fair idea of how the final look will be. Okay. So you are looking at the characters, you are looking at the location, even at times you are looking at the song or the lighting that you're going to use. So you are then at times you, if it's animation, you factor that during the ideas and scripting stage. Okay. The special effects that you are going to use, you put all those things into, into the script. That's a lot of work. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. You have different hands contributing to have the final output that somebody sees. So at times it can even be a 30 second video, uh, video but the pre-production stage at times take even like six months. For a 30 seconds video? Yes, that is if it's... WhatsApp status length? Yeah, if it is a high-end production that you're doing. But it depends on the concept. If it is not like a big concept, mm -hmm. that one, uh, maybe a day or two, you think about it, you execute it, you are good to go. But if it is something that you want to achieve, uh, you want to create an impact, you want mm -hmm. to make a statement out of it, 
You don't just put the ideas down and you. So at times you feel like people don't really concentrate on the pre-production stage. Mm -hmm. They just put, oh, we have this idea, idea A, B, C. I want to do a story about uh, maybe media general. Yeah. Yeah, so Charlie, let, let's put yes, together. They just put script together. Let's go and shoot. At times they don't even have a storyboard. They don't even have a shooting script. All those things come to play during the pre-production stage. You plan the locations, what type of location that I'm looking for to help me achieve the vision that I'm dreaming of. Mm. You have to factor all those things during the pre-production stage. You look at the talents that you are using. Can this person deliver the message that I am, want to put across? What caliber of talent am I looking for? You have to even categorize or characterize that talent and see who fits that character that you want to portray. Then, so is wow, it, is it a studio? Mm -hmm. You factor that. If it is a studio, what type of equipment am I going to use? If it is location, you even look at the weather. You looking, you look at power. You looking so that electricity, electricity. Yeah. So that's why even during the pre-production stage, you even have to do location recce. Mm -hmm. You know, to find out if the place that you're going to use a face the purpose that you're looking for. <laughs> this this looks like a whole year's work to me, what you just said. And from what you're saying, I can see off the top of my head, like close to a 50 people kind of work for pre-production. It, 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 it depends on the scale, the magnitude of the production. So, so can one person do everything you said? Uh, I don't really advise when it comes to, at times there should be division of labor because people are experts in various fields. Okay. I can be an expert in script writing, but I may not be a good director. Mm. I may not be a good location manager mm -hmm. or a scout. You know, somebody is even an expert in even scouting for talent. Mm. You can be a good director, but you don't have the eyes to yeah, see who to see will this fit person that can fit that role. Okay. You know? And even when it comes to probably the storyboard, interpreting the script, the script into, into, storyboard. into storyboard, there's an expert in it. You know the storyboard uh, conversation, eh? I don't see that happen most often, especially in Ghanaian productions. Uh, I don't know. Me, the, the little that I've known, Abraham Mohinejan, uh, I follow him a lot, and I know he does storyboards for almost all his music videos he does. But for other producers, I don't know. Mm. Can you explain to the layman that is listening to us, what is a storyboard? Uh, okay, so the, okay, we are talking about generally, you don't yeah, see generally. it. Generally. When it comes to the advertising world, you see most of the producers okay. using it. Yeah, because, I, I will explain it, because normally the client can't interpret the script. Mm. They are in words. So the storyboard is like figures. They are simple, cartoonish drawings that translates the vision into images. Okay. So probably the story says, Kofi picks his bag and walks out of the room. The client may not be able to envision yeah, or visualize doing Kofi doing that. So you have to draw the scenario on paper. Okay. So you see that it comes in blocks and it comes in sequences. Okay. So first sequence, and storyboards also comes with uh, image sizes. Okay. So it helps when you are executing it. So maybe Kofi picks the bag in a long shot, then you cut to a close-up of him picking the bag. 
So you have a full shot or a full drawing of Kofi mm. picking the bag in one whole frame. Then the next shot, you see a close-up or see you of a drawing of the bag. the bag. Then you see another shot of Kofi leaving the room. So maybe it can be a medium shot of Kofi leaving the room. You can see even a hand of Kofi holding the bag, uh, holding the bag or, or the opening door. the door, okay. the knob or the handle. So there are sequences, different images that has been drawn to give somebody a visual look or visual interpretation of what the script says. That's a lot of knowledge to put in. So from pre-production, everything, then we go to production proper. Yes. So that's where we shoot, we factor camera works and everything, right? Yes. So during the pre-production stage, that is where you also identify the type of equipment that you are going to use. Okay. So what camera will help? Because every camera has its own look and feel. Mm -hmm. They have its own mechanisms. Right. The lighting that you want to achieve, what lights can help me uh, achieve the look and feel, my vision. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to the production, that is where all the elements, that is where you go to the terrain and everything that you've planned, everything that has been in your head for all these weeks, days, months, you put everything on the ground. Mm -hmm. So it also comes with another planning. That is what you, when you do. So maybe there's a breakdown in the morning, the script. After scripting, you do a production schedule. Mm. So you follow that production schedule during the production stage. So you, I'm shooting a day scene. I'm shooting a, a night scene. What day, what time am I shooting? What uh, talents will come on board? What equipment am I going to use? So production stage is basically where you practicalize everything that, that you've envisioned. So with all this coming into play, it is easy to say that a production can cost 100,000 Ghana cities. It is possible, because uh, if 100,000 dollars is about what, like uh, eight to $9,000, mm. yeah, basically can somebody calculate. It's like basically okay. 9,000, 9, 8,000. 500 to 9,000. And that's more, eh? Ah, it, it, it depends on the concept. I it, mean, if you do the conversion, it sounds like <laughs> peanuts. Yes, yes. So that, that is, uh, if you take it from that angle, but what concept? Because, and also, also uh, what are you, you have to factor in the equipment that you are using. Mm -hmm. What type of equipment are you employing to use for that production. What personnel are you using? There are some type of, there are certain personalities in the industry yeah. who will charge really, really high mm. uh, if you want the best for your products. And there are some people that probably may negotiate for a lesser price. If you are taking maybe an art director like uh, Tometi, mm -hmm. and you've seen his works, and you know, okay, I want to achieve something with this guy. You know he wouldn't charge you less with everything that comes to play. And even, even the look and feel, the art direction also ha comes with its own costs. Maybe you are building a set. You are looking for a certain type of costume. You are thinking. But I think what you are talking about is a documentary. Yeah, it's a documentary. It's a documentary. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Why documentaries are not supposed to cost that much? No. They, they do. Documentaries cost, but like I'm saying, everything depends on the concepts. Okay. 
and your target audience. Right. What, what do you want to take from? Because it's a selling uh, product. You are selling the product to them. Mm -hmm. So if an advert can cost almost like 200,000, 300,000 Ghana CDs to shoot, and the company is also selling his or her product, her company to you, mm. it also means that that person can package his or her staff to sell to the target market within that range. Right. But let me ask you, do you think people who watch video productions or videos that come out, uh, final products I am saying, value the kind of work that goes into that video? Do you think the general public, someone watching a video, do you think the person values that work that goes into that production? Uh, first, uh, I think we have to categorize our viewership, our viewing audience. Okay. You know, some people are exposed to high-quality productions okay. uh, with the availability of uh, networks like uh, Netflix, mm -hmm. Amazon, mm -hmm. uh, uh, even DSTV. Right. You know. So when you look at the productions that are put on some of those platforms, you realize that a lot has gone into it. Like I said earlier, on, it's a highly capital-intensive venture. Mm. Mm -hmm. So you feel like, oh, you will know, they, they will be able to decipher that, no, this thing, a lot has gone in it. And you can't take the audience to for granted. Mm. When they know that this thing, a lot has been invested in it, they know. And there are some people who have been exposed to, for the YouTube type of movies. Mm -hmm. Now, it is all over the places. The Nigerians are doing it. Yeah. You have like one location. You have- You shoot like four movies or five movies. Yes, okay. yeah, in a week. Uh, at times they shoot, so they, they can everything, then they, they break it down. So if I watch a movie with two or three characters in one house, automatically I know that this is a low-budget production. Mm. Yeah, I can compare. And now they are very discerning. They know they are highly intelligent, our viewers, when it comes to uh, which production cost high, which production uh, cost less. less. So if probably some people are arguing over certain things, then they know that, okay, they are comparing something right. that they've seen somewhere and what you've uh, shown them. Mm. Yeah. So now they know. Okay, now the viewers are aware. Yeah, they are aware. So you, can't, you, you can't take them for granted. Okay, yeah. okay, but, but there are certain productions that are low budget, but when you look at the quality, it comes out like a high budget. Yeah. If the experts are good, mm. the, uh, the technical expertise mm -hmm. are very high, you know, they can achieve a lot with less. Right. Uh, last question before I let you go, or maybe last two questions before I let you go. How do we let the production company in Ghana be appreciated? Or what can we do as individuals, people watching this game, appreciate the kind of work people like UKD do behind scenes? Uh, uh, the, what I wanted to, I think you just took a bit of what I wanted to say. Mm. When you watch the Hollywood movies, yeah. you tend to appreciate them, you tend to appreciate the efforts, the costs involved mm. when you watch behind the, behind the scenes. Okay. Yeah, realize that they've built big studios, the equipment that they are using, 
high quality equipment that they are using. So when you're watching it, you realize that the effort, you know, it wasn't like a day shoot. A lot has gone into it. And at times they even spend a year during post-production, you know, scoring sound, mixing the sound, doing ADRs, you know, when it comes to the special effect. You know. So I think there should be more education when it comes to some of those things. Our producers, our directors, should the way that we invest in the main production, they should also invest in behind the scenes. You know, mm. and some people are, also, are really doing it. When you look at uh, Peter Sodifia, mm -hmm. when you you watch his movie and look at the behind the scenes, you realize that a lot has gone into it. Into when production. you look at uh, Pascal mm -hmm. Pascal Aka's movie, realize that you appreciate his movies because. There's an education or tutorial about behind the scenes. The things that you don't see at the end, but things that the effort that all the team put into it, okay. you know, you tend to appreciate it. When it comes to MG, uh, APL is trying to start something, you know, like it is called Adisa Creative Academy. Okay. When we are opening our doors to the public to come, we train them. So it's going to be a masterclass series, okay. you know, for TV presenters, for the technical hands, for the creative uh, people okay. to come so that you have, you bring the experts in the industry to take them through the whole process. So at times people watch Day Trash, people watch GMB, and somebody will watch it and say, oh, this thing, yeah, I wish I can, I know I can do this thing. Mm -hmm. But when you come and you see the process, you know, the producers, the camera guys, the lighting guys, what they go through, you start to appreciate and you learn more. So I think everything is about education, educating the public, them knowing, you know, okay, this is what goes into movie production. Because at times people just enjoy it. They don't know the stress, they don't know. And even looking for fans to shoot some of those things is a whole deal. It's so stressful, there's no fun for available for any producer to tap in or I want to use ABCD to shoot my project. I think that's a problem with uh, governments not appreciating the creative space and that will be a conversation for another time. Uh, I know you really do not have time that much on your hands so we'll schedule a conversation proper into the whole Ghana movie industry or Ghana production side using less than a month or two to shoot a two-hour movie and the same two-hour movie uh, staying in production for almost six months or one year in Hollywood. Like, you get the whole drift. Yeah. Hollywood can take a year or so. I mean, there's, there's, there are movies coming out. Aquaman 2 is coming out next year, but it has already been shot and trailers are coming out. If it were to be a Ghanaian production, it would take six months to shoot or less and come out the following month. We'll have a conversation around that. But, but there's one thing I, I just want to chip in. When you go to Hollywood, mm. they have the big studios mm. that produce these big budget movies. Okay. So they have time for that. And they, that's where they pump in millions. So Ghana, we don't have millions. time. No, there's time. But we have independent producers, like our producers here, who also shoot low budget, like 100,000, 200,000. Okay, mm -hmm. then their low budget is like 500,000, thereabouts. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where they spend like a month or so. So we have. Ranges. ranges, okay. Yeah, yeah. but uh, if their low-budget movie is like 500000 our low-budget is like $500,000. Mm. <laughs> yeah, mm. but so th there's, there's a big difference 
The independent producers don't spend that amount of time on set. They don't build the big uh, space mm -hmm. or sets, but they, they use what they have, okay. but they are still able to achieve what they yeah, want to achieve. Results, yeah. Katie, thank you so much for spending time with us. I appreciate it. I have learned a lot on post-production, uh, pre-production, yes, pre-production and production proper. So post-production and distribution will be a conversation for another time. In addition to the whole government support and funds and uh, time not being on our side and everything. Thank you so much for spending time. Your last words, you want to say anything? Ah, okay, I just want to commend you guys for what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys are really doing good. And I like the fact that uh, it is not... Entertainment is big. True. Yeah, but normally the concentration the concentration is on uh, music. music. Yeah. So if once in a while we delve into theater, mm -hmm. we are we're into uh, books, mm -hmm. uh, film, uh, it will help, you know, to spread your tentacles. If you spread your tentacles across... Yeah, it will help. So I just want to say I do really appreciate what you guys are doing. And thank you so much, too, for answering our call when we called you. Yeah. We'll speak to you another time. Yeah, I'm available all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. KD says he's available like Davido, but Senasen is also ready with three headlines in the entertainment industry. Hi there, guys. You're welcome to Just Corner on Showbiz University. My name is Senasen, and I'm bringing you three trending topics in the world of social media. So, last week, Friday, November 10th, the Grammys announced the nominations for the 66th edition of the awards in 2024. And prior to the nomination announcements, there's been a lot of anticipation for Ghanaian music at the Grammys because the Recording Academy recently introduced new categories of which the best African music performance was a part and then Ghanaian High Life and Ghanaian Drill was part of the definition of the category so it, we all thought it was actually our time to get to the Grammys a lot of people had support behind Stoneboy looking at the work he's done over in the past year the release of his album his record label deals and all of that we all thought it was actually his time or it was actually our time but when the nominations were announced it was unfortunate that Ghana music didn't represent like we we expected so the best African music performance had Ashake, Benna Boy, Ira Star, Davido and Tyler. The first four artists are Nigerians and the last one is a South African and of course the trollings came, people were trolling Ghanaian artists. It's like, a, it's, like, it's like tradition, that once something big happens in the industry and it happens to other countries, it happens for other countries and Ghanaian artists miss out, that is it, they are going to troll them the whole time. But this case, it was, it was like people just singled out Stoneboy and going at him because we all thought it was actually his time and also because we saw his 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 plea to the Grammy. What what I mean by his plea is we saw him send his work for consideration, which was made public. A lot of people were not actually knowledgeable about the fact that you would have to submit your work and all of that. There've, there's been discussions about why he made it public and all because of the truth. But I think it's all good. It's all good. He will always have to try. Like everybody has said, definitely the time will come for Ghana music. We are all going to get there. So of course, congratulations to the nominees. We hope they bring it to Nigeria. The thing is, Nigeria is close to Ghana. So once they get it, we're definitely getting there. That's on the Grammy side of things. To the next story for Just Corner today, the court case between the FDA and Mark Darlington 
has been adjourned to January 17, 2024. McDonaldson took the FDA, sued the FDA at the Supreme Court in 2022 for the regulations they brought out in 2015, banning Ghanaian celebrities from endorsing alcoholic products. So in 2015, the FDA brought out some rules that Ghanaian celebrities were prohibited from endorsing alcoholic products. McDonaldson is a member of the Ghana Music Alliance and they allege that it's discriminating and causing economic loss to the artists because celebrities make money from endorsement deals. So if you are telling them not to do a part of the job that brings them money, you are causing economic loss to the artist and you are discriminating because what is the difference if I do it and if someone else does it? But then FDA is also looking at your influence and we all say alcohol is no good. So it's a two-sided thing, but the case has been adjourned to January 17. So we are just hoping or waiting to see what is going to happen in January. To the last story for Just Corner today, Camido has been trending because of a statement he made in an interview on Hits FM with Andy Dostic. Camido was was being was asked a question and he was he was just saying about some features that he's done that are not out yet. And Camido mentioned that he has a song with Snoop Dogg, America's Snoop Dogg, and that song has not been released yet. Apparently, the song is for Snoop Dogg, so it will take Snoop Dogg's time to release the song. But a lot of people are me. I'm happy. But some people, I don't know whether they think he's lying, but they are trying to make the thing funny. But it's not funny. I don't think Camido will go out there and, and lie about something like this. So we are very, very happy for him. And we genuinely can't wait to hear what Camido and Snoop Dogg have to offer to we music listeners. Here's why I leave you for this corner on Showbiz University. Keep listening to Showbiz. I'll catch you next week. My name is Senasin. I mean, the worldly people. That's why I said Lucifer. We are with the guy. Something is wrong with you. On your mind day segment for this week, the question I am asking you is, what movie or what series has everyone around you watched and you are yet to watch? What series or what... I'll start with mine. Mine is Game of Thrones. I don't know why I've not watched that yet, but everyone around me and them um, 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 money haste. I'm yet to watch those two television series but tell me yours using the hashtag showbiz university and three extra and i'll find your comment and read it all right so for weekend playlist for this week magnum is back into the scene with a brand new music title of the music is complicated she was you. From complicated, we find peace and solace in Teflon Flex's new song. Peace. Bro, I'm happy when things are good. Good. I'm happy when things are bad. Bad. The way I they live my life, they make some people think that they mad. A lot of things have been through. There's a lot of pain in my heart. But hard times come and go. That's why you can't catch me sad. Never. For the greater purpose, I cherish nothing more than peace. Peace. 
Just to stay confident, I put money into my seats. The way they look at things, if I don't speed, my life go freeze. So if women seem to be the problem, I will cut off my test. If you love Asaka music, then you definitely love Kweku DMC because Kweku DMC has a freestyle out and it's on my weekend playlist. Title of the freestyle is Twitter Conversations. Kweku DMC versus them. We have to break, break, most quotable. Heavyweights can come unstoppable. Between me, I had the yeah, yeah, impossible. But I'm Tom Cruise in action. Dead reckoning. Mission impossible. Hey, be for me, a chef. I will make this thing. Harash Rappers in Ghana, Koku DMC and a few. I had to add this to the weekend playlist for this week again because I'm still understanding Famiya's verse he laid on the Kwekwanazi remix, which is a product from Amrado. So Amrado featuring Famiya Kwekwanazi remix is also on my weekend playlist. No be difficult to do myself. Obani, I'm a matter no quarat. Well, I'm a mentor, I want to say. Me da form, did I mean to me? She has it. See, I know me, I know if I fall. Won't cry me, man, if I fall. Thousand, I bet you make a chow. When in me, mad at chow. Make I live my life, I you know. It's always at last time, though. Wait for no man, let's go. Come and know I shoot like Rambo. Shatawale has a new song out, title of the song. Designer. What do you get when you put Prince Bright and Papi Kojo on a song? Fireworks. Title of the new song, Praise Bright, featuring Papi Kojo, Tender. Eno Baroni has a new jam out as well. Eno Baroni, Loki is on the trains, all on the streets. Queen of rap is out. Eno Baroni, Loki. Kim Paluta is number eight on my weekend playlist for this week with a song he titles Sikabefie has a high life guitar bounce to wear. I think you'll like it. I got no jealousy in me. I wanna see what my niggas win. What time you know me say it was a green green. Doctor Panya, oh what me pee. What's up? Talk this and this and then for you who aunties. Ashake is number nine on my weekend playlist, hopping straight into Nigeria. And Ashake has surprised me because he put on a remix featuring a Grammy winner. Hair, H-E-R. As a re- I, I, don't, I don't get this. But anyway, maybe you will like it. 
People are talking about it, that's why it's on my playlist. Asake featuring her, Lonely at the Top remix. <laughs> Blessings I Baby, I've been way too focused to be stressed. And then straight into Jamaica, Kafi has a new song out. Not relatively new, but mm, it's making waves. Kafi pressure ends my weekend playlist for this week. Under the pressure, under the pressure, yeah, under the pressure, under the pressure. If you're up and take away now, we cheat in a second, cause we all under pressure, my friend. Sometimes when you're feeling you're right on. And that's how we wrap up this week's episode of Showbiz University. My name is KING Kweku Mensa. Catch you next week. Make sure you stream this episode and any other episode on all the digital streaming platforms. I'll catch you next week. Peace out.